events, beautiful Yidden, and we give a, a warm and hearty shout out and welcome to one of our beautiful members of our live audience over here of Derech Hashem. Fresh back from Eretz Yisrael, we can still smell the Kedusha on him. Can smell the Kedusha. And see the halo. And see the halo. That's right. Very honored, Moshe Brill. Welcome back from Eretz Yisrael. He's positively glowing. You know, I would recommend if anyone has any special requests from God, you know, he's still so soaked in that holiness. You can write it up on a little piece of paper and like just like stick it into his. Uh, shirt. That's right. Sure Put it in his shirt sleeves or something. Yeah, just find some crevice over there, and your prayers will be answered. I guaranteed. Um, anyway, good to have you back. Good to have you back. Thank you. Uh, we continue here in Der Hashem. We are in Chelik Beis Periches. Simon Simon Beis Beis Ches Beis Bachab, and uh, this is the final parak, final chapter over here in the second section. The final chapter in the section where the Ramchal is telling us the system of Hashgacha, Hashem's keeping tabs on the world, Hashem's monitoring the world, and Hashem's involvement with the world. Hashem is actively running the world behind the scenes to steer and gear the world towards where the world is supposed to go. Um, Chal divided that into the Hashkafa and Hashpa'a, we saw that already, categorically. There's Hashem's, again, monitoring, but in an active, personal, interested way. And then Hashpa'a, Hashem's involvement, maintenance, supplying the world with the, 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 world, the, the, the universal supply chain needs, and sometimes monkeying and messing around with that supply chain. So uh, the final parak is giving us some final last details and, and, and connecting some dots and and and, and uh, tying some threads together over here and rounding out how that whole approach and system works. We saw, we saw yesterday that um, that um, there's two levels of hashkacha, two levels of hashpah, two levels of involvement. There's what we call the mareches hamishpat, the system of of justness and fairness which is linked to our actions, linked to our Bechiran, Sharvainish, and that does work with a within a very fixed, determined and known a system of, of action and consequence. Called that also. Action and consequence. There's another system called the system of Lamalamanateva of um, Nisim. System of Nisim. The system of Rachamim, with Ramchal termed it. Of compassion, where Hakadosh Baruch Hu will go above and beyond, that Hashem will 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 tamper with the system of teva, Hashem will be mavatel the system of teva, Hashem will will nullify the system of, of mishpat, and that's rachamim, that's the highest, that's where we have forgiveness, that's where we have Yom Kippur, rachamim mercy, which is a much higher system because ultimately the system of mishpat, which Hashem uses, is a system that's limited, a system that is bound by those rules. Rachamim is above the rules. So let's continue with base. What you have to know in addition, when we're, when we're exploring this whole system of hashkacha, of pratis, hashkacha rather, as we wrap things up, Hashem's involvement, when Hashem gives to the world, when Hashem is giving, whether that is giving through the supply chain, Keeping that supply chain going, that's Kayach to Malach to Kayach to Malach to Kayach to Malach, Malach to Kayach to Malach to Kayach, until it comes down here. Or Hashem subverting the supply chain, as Hashem will, will do. That Hashpa, Hashem's giving and involvement and, 
And powering the system also breaks down into two different categories, and this categorical difference also has to be recognized, and it helps open and unlock doors for us. What are these two categories of Hashem's involvement? Hashem's powering the system. What are those two levels where that shows up? We have to recognize and distinguish between Hashem's ashpa, Hashem's giving an environment on a physical level, and Hashem's giving an environment on a metaphysical level. Nefesh. Nefesh doesn't necessarily mean spiritual. We'll see in a moment it means um, abstract, maybe. Abstract, intangible. Tangible and intangible, maybe those would be better terms than physical and spiritual. Let's see. When we're talking about Hashem's tangible and vibrant concrete, Hashem's hashpa, that which Hashem gives to the universe, on a physical level, that is everything that relates to man and his success and his tranquility in this world. Everything that goes into having a happy life in 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 physical terms of life. When we talk about the metaphysical, where Hashem gives over there, the, so to speak, spiritual, the abstract, the intangible, that is in reference to that which Hashem gives and bestows and is involved on a level of intelligence, awareness, perception, our, I obviously meaning our intelligence, our awareness, our perception, how close a man yet May how close a man may draw to his creator, connect to his creator, be influenced and be elevated by his creator, the karuma hanafshius, and how elevated his his uh, spiritual component is, and therefore by extension how much that spiritual component can be influ- an influence on his physical. So it does sound like it would be tempting to say these are two categories are physical and spiritual. Um, but spiritual is a little bit misleading because spiritual makes us uh, believe it's only related to matter. Spiritual, it's really, you know, the Ram Chas is Guf and Nefesh, Guf and Neshama, which is the body and the soul. And yes, the soul, for the most part, means matter spiritual. And the Ram Chal gave us a lot of examples of that. But it also includes man's intellect and intelligence and perception and, and understanding. So we do know that that is a function of man's elevated soul. It's true, and that's what is one of the major differences that separates man from animal. The animals don't have intelligence, they have instinct, they have instinct and awareness. And some of them have very highly developed instinct and awareness. But in terms of intelligence, real problem solving, real analysis, real um, awareness of oneself, of one's environments, of, of being able to set goals, set objectives, and lay plans, and all that. Write the music. What? Writing music, yes. Yeah, that's something that, that men used to be talented at, I think. You know, when I was a kid growing up, you know, I'm not sure what happened to that. But uh, it's true, that's true, that certainly is one of the signs of intelligence, that's right. Um, so uh, that's also within the realm of the nefesh. That can be used for spiritual matters, but it doesn't have to be used for spiritual matters. It can be used for... Uh, mundane matters could be used for secular matters could be used for destructive matters the power of intelligence calculation analysis that comes from man's nefesh so so uh, just to, to come back to the Ramchal the Ramchal is establishing two different categories of Hashem's involvement and that's Hashem's involvement in our lives in everyone's lives 
on a purely physical level, physical quality of life, physical comfort, physical happiness and tranquility, all that's necessary needed on a physical level, and then Hashem's involvement on the metaphysical, above the physical, the intangible, the, the, the areas of the nefesh which certainly are used towards spirituality, as, as the Ramchal said, how much of an affinity I will have for getting close to God, how much of an ability will I have to approach God, um, my, my, how strong my neshama will be, how, 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 how adept that will be at elevating my physicality, and just, you know, my nefesh, how strongly does it operate, and how, how uh, much of an ability do I have via my nefesh to achieve an, an intelligent thought and have granted, directed, and successful um, intelligent development. So th- these are two different areas that Hashem is involved in, and, and the Ramachah is now going to give more details and flesh that out and speak that out, but l- let's see where he's going with this. Two different env- areas where my success in area A is coming from Hashem, matters, matters physical, my success in area B, the metaphysical is coming from Hashem. Um, the ideal state of life in this world What's the ideal state of life when we're talking about category A of physical life? What's the ideal? What's the ideal? The ideal state of man, and certainly Klaisel, in this world, is what should we be doing with our life? What should we be doing with our time? What should we be doing with our resources? We should be pursuing lofty goals. We should be pursuing wisdom. And we should be busy using our days and nights and all of our energy and everything that we've been supplied with to be serving God, figuring out what does God want from us and, and, and be applying ourselves towards that down here. That's obviously the best use of our, our resources. And thereby, the truth, when, when, when Kleisel is united and that spills over to mankind, is united, to do the will of God and be pursuing all matters of wisdom and 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 chachma. The truth with a capital T, which is the will of God, which is the existence of God, which is that the world is here to reveal God, will be revealed and will be clear to humanity. Anything that is evil, that is in opposition to God, anything that tries to make itself um, an alternative approach to the truth of God will be again in that ideal utopian state um, pursued and stamped out subdued pursued I mean by, by pursued not pursued as a pursuit but pursued to to wipe it out uh, deceit and treachery will be again cast aside these will not be um, appealing to people but they will be uh, concepts that are unappealing and concepts again that have to be Eradicated. Again, in our ideal utopian world, where mankind and Klaiyosel is operating in their ideal state, the only avoda, the only pursuit, the only preoccupation that anyone will have is that of what Hashem wants. And that will be everyone's question that is rolling off of everyone's tongue. What does Hashem want from me today? What does Hashem want from me right now? What does Hashem want from my life? That's why I have life. All good character traits, all good midas, any good 
characteristic uh, that anyone can have, that's what you'll find. Everyone will be patient and happy and generous and joyous and and um, easy to get along with and welcoming everyone else into their life. All bad character traits, the opposite of all these. Anger and impatience and stinginess and pettiness and and machloikas that will all be cast away and cast aside in spurns and um, and um, seen as um, something to to um, issue all the bad meters in our ideal state and uh, corresponding to that, when you have... So, so, so far, what do we describe? He's describing a nice, uh, beautiful, ideal, utopian world in which man is operating his ideal state, but on uh, uh, which level, in terms of the categories that the Ramchal established, he's giving examples of category A and category B. And category A and B are the two areas where Hashem is mashpia, and, and um, matters physical and metaphysical, the tangible and the intangible, matters of the body and matters of the soul. So he just gave us the ideal operating state of man in terms of the operating state of the soul, where the soul is, the soul's position, the neshama, what we do with our mind, what we're doing with our intellect, what we're doing with, with our intelligence. And that's really what the Ramchal is giving forth just now in the last three lines. So it comes out, everything that he described are functions of the neshama, not just pursuing wisdom, but per, uh, you, uh, directing my life to, to um, make my objective the will of God. What am I, I'm here to accomplish what Hashem wants from me. Um, and good midos. It turns out all midos work also lies in the realm of the neshama. Not the realm of the guf, but the realm of the neshama. Because again, as the Ramchal said very briefly in the beginning of this, of this paragraph, that part of the hashpa for the neshama, part of the neshama's um, enrichment lies in, in the neshama being able to be the more powerful component of my existence and being able to direct my existence. And that's where Midas' work lies. Midas' work lies in the neshama directing the guf. Bad Midas is when the guf schleps the neshama down. Good Midas is when the neshama understands that I have to get along with people, I have to have self-control, I have to speak nicely, I have to uh, be motivated, I have to work with alacrity, and so I'm gonna, I have that clarity and I'm going to drag my guf along, that clarity is coming from the nefesh, the neshama, and that control is the neshama's and the guf's control being exerted over the guf. So all these are examples of when we find man in his ideal state in terms of his neshama, in terms of his intellect. So I'm pursuing intellectual causes. I want to learn Torah. I, I'm, I'm using my neshama to drag my guf upwards, to raise my guf, to... to, to uh, direct and steer my guf with, towards good midos. I am using my neshama to pursue Avodah Hashem. These are all functions of the neshama when the neshama is in its ideal state and ma- mankind is collectively focusing on the neshama. This gives us this uh, uh, um, neshama utopia. And connecting that with what we opened off with, all this is dependent on getting siyat of the shemai from Hashem. And there's only so much that I can do on my own. I do... Uh, quite a lot on my own. My success in allowing my guf to be drawn towards the neshama, my success in having my soul, my spiritual component, um, pull all this off is from Hashem's hashpa to the neshama. 
when we put everything together. Because Hashem leaves it up to my Bechira. Hashem gives the, the choice, the decision is put in my hands uh, for, for what I want to do. And when I decide that I want to make my life's work a pursuit, an avoida of ruchnis, of spirituality, I get Hashem's hashpa in that area. And Hashem powers my neshama to, to raise my guf. Hashem powers my nefesh to teach my guf good midos. Hashem is, is empowering that. It starts with me, but it is supplemented and really powered by the ziyat neshmai of Hashem's hashpa. So that's that's what the Ramchal really wants over here. The, 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 that which a person can work on is midas and have good midas and can work on sitting and learning and, and, and gain chachma. That the Ramchal doesn't need to tell us that we do that and the Ramchal doesn't need to tell us that we do that with our mind over matter. The Ramchal is telling us over here is that ultimately the fuel, the gasoline in that tank after we make that decision, after we turn the key and we get the car going the right direction down the right highway, all the gasoline, the fuel is really coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hashem being mashpia, giving, empowering the neshama to work with our Bechira. Okay? That, that's really what he wants, and that's why this is coming here at the end of the section that talks about Hashkacha. Agav, we see again, something we, we saw this in Evan Shleim, we touched upon this in Evan Shleim a very long time ago. All of Midos work is really, again, it's not about, you know, working with the guf, but working on the guf. It's not about teaching my body to be a different body, but teaching my body to be under the auspices of my soul. It's not about retraining and refining a body as much as it is about putting the soul and putting the neshama in charge of the body. Um, if it would only be about the body itself, then theoretically, wherever you would find a body, you would find bad meters and good meters. But you don't. You only find bad character traits and good character traits where you have an existence that is a struggle and a constant tug of war between the soul and the body because that's what bad and good meters are, is making that call. And, 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 and who's tugging the rope harder? Which direction is it going? And saying the same thing differently, one will never find bad or good meters in the animal world. There's no such thing as an animal that has good meters and an animal that has bad meters kind of an eye-opening concept, but it really just the corollary of everything that we're saying. There are no animals that we can say, this animal has, has good meters, this animal has bad meters. Yes, I know, the Gemara says we can learn meters. We can learn good meters from the animal world. These are, you know, lessons of how different animals function that, you know, a hislamdus, a, 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 a um, inspiration that we can take from animals. We can take inspiration of... Uh, hard work and industriousness from ants can take inspiration of cleanliness from cats. But it's not like the other animals have bad midos. They don't have bad midos. Just because Baruch imbued uh, ants function a certain way that I, I can be inspired. I can take a, a hislamdus. I can take a, a lesson, inspiration, and apply it to me. I do have that struggle what I see with ants, what I see with cats, what I see with chickens, etc. But there are no latent bad or good meters by animals, not, not bad meters and not good meters. This is, again, it's, it's, um, it's survival skills and an instinct being applied. Um, not like lions are cruel animals because they catch deer and they eat deer. That's just lions keeping lions alive. Um, like a chazer, as bad meters, is, 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 uh, is, is um, 
doesn't keep itself clean. That's that's an example of bad meters, of a lack of cleanliness. That's just how. Uh, like the sheep is clean. Right, right, exactly. It's just how how they function, um, and and how they survive. Um, exactly. Um, so, uh, could say that slightly differently also. Not only in the, in the natural animal world there aren't animals with good meters and bad meters, but animals don't develop meters problems on their own. They don't develop like don't develop a meter problem. Um, animals follow their their wiring. They follow their programming, and as as we mentioned, there Hashem a few weeks ago, there is a system going on within the animal world that when man is not involved, the system is in perfect balance. Perfect, delicate balance and harmony, and it keeps itself going with that perfect harmony. All the different species interacting with one another. We can mess animals up. I mean, someone can have a domesticated cat or a domesticated dog. He can, he can, through his bad meters, kind of you know get a cat to be lazy, get a dog to be lazy, get a dog train a dog to be vicious, a vicious attack dog. Man can, through man's nefesh, through our intellect, we have the ability to turn ourselves towards bad meters, we can train, so to speak, other animals so that can change their programming. But animals on their own never develop bad meters, don't have naturally bad meters. It's impossible for them to because meters, all meters exist in the world where we have to have this balance between the soul and the body, the physical and the spiritual, the, 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 the tangible and the intangible. Um, that's where all of meters lies. Um, so I put in, and that, that, that is relevant to the animal world, but I can use that to corrupt the animal world. Within myself, again, um, I have full ability 100% of the time to work on my own midos, but the success is coming from Hashem being mashpia. So the Ramchal now is going to go back from there, category B to category A. Corresponding to this, when man is in his utopian state, in terms of the nefesh, in terms of the physical that we're pursuing, chachmo, we're clinging to God, we're working on our midos, Excuse me, we'll have an increase in abundance of peace and excuse me, tranquility. We'll have, now we're talking about physical life, physical quality of life, the physical ideal. You will not find in the world any suffering, any pain, any any um, misfortune will not be found in the world in that ideal state. will display himself, reveal himself to the world. Hashem will be happy, will get nachas from his creations, and his creations will be so happy to be able to be in, in the presence of God. Okay, so that's the ideal utopian state in terms of the physical. That's also Hashem's hashba. So when Hashem is mashpia to the neshama, to the nefesh, that thereby allows for there to be hashba in a physical sense for the world to be in an ideal state physically. And those are, again, all coming from God and God's involvement and empowering the world on those two different levels. It's interesting that the way the Ramchal set it up is that when man is functioning in that utopian state in an intellectual regard that triggers and activates man's ideal state in a physical sense, the Hashem being mashpia over there. Hashem, Hashem will be mashpia 
it, um, and raise humanity, raise society to the maximum level in, in a physical sense when we are raised the maximum in a spiritual sense. So you see clearly that the spiritual schleps along the physical. It seems to start the way the Ramchal is presenting it in, in the ideal state being achieved spiritually. We've do, we're doing the right thing. Hashem will be mashpia. Hashem will be involved um, in the language to do the best thing possible in terms of the nefesh and the shama. <coughs> and as a result of that, Hashem will thereby also be mashpia to the ideals um, in terms of physical. It, it would seem then that it shouldn't work the other way around. It shouldn't work that we have the ideal in terms of the physical, even if we haven't reached the ideal in terms of the spiritual yet. Now, in this long gullus, we're certainly very, very far away from the ideal utopia in terms of the spiritual, in terms of the Kleisel, and let alone mankind being united in following God and embracing God in pursuing the wisdom and knowledge of God. We're very far from that. It would seem, therefore, that nobody should be able to have the ideal in terms of physical. So anyone that does have a happy life over here in tranquil and settled life, is that not coming from Hashem Sashba? Is that coming from somewhere else? So let's hold that thought, let's, let's finish the paragraph and we'll wrap up with that, we'll return to that question. The first Ramchal is going to tell us what's going on when you have the lack of Hashem's involvement on both the physical and the metaphysical. When do you have the opposite, dystopia, the dystopia in terms of category A and dystopia in terms of category B, a dystopian uh, 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 situation in the realm of the nefesh and the nesham and the guf. People are, are pursuing indulgences and pleasure. They're running after just physical experiences and thrills. They reject wisdom. They're not interested in the in, in, in matters intellectual and knowledge. And they spurn it. They cast it aside. Just interested in video games and sports. That's all they want. And they barely, if if, if not altogether, are interested. Are, they, they are barely involved, if not altogether, abandoning matters of godliness and avodas Hashem. The truth, which means which means Hashem's will, Hashem's Torah, is arts cast down to the ground. Which means not only it's hard to find the emes, hard to find people that embrace the emes, hard to find people that are in possession of the emes, but it is devalued. It's devalued. It's not important to anyone. Hashem's knowledge, Hashem's Torah. <clears throat> Evil and malice is overpowering, and that's what's in control. That's what is, is, is succeeding in the world. Evil people with evil schemes and evil plans, they're the ones that are that are on the rise. And treachery and deceit and disinformation. Toast, disinformation, Rabba. Is again is 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 um, in proliferation. is nachrius Instead of God godly worship, we find avodas are all kinds of foreign pursuits and strange, strange pursuits, strange worship. Good meters are hard to find. Unfortunately, bad meters are a dime a dozen. So that's a dystopian situation in terms of. The nefesh, and what the Ramchal is essentially saying is what it looks like when Hashem withdraws his hashpah from the nefesh. And the nefesh, the collective nefesh of Kleiso and mankind falls into corruption. And and um, what it looks like in its dystopian state when Hashem is not involved, 
as a result of them not working on their nefesh. And here again we have this link. He's saying when the nefesh sinks, Hashem's involvement in the nefesh, Hashem's involvement in the guf, in the physical quality of life, also will sink and produce a dystopian state. Peace is lacking and there's no tranquility. And there's a lot of turbulence in the world, a lot of unrest. There's suffering out there. There is, excuse me, calamities and um, tragedies. Which Baruch Hu is concealing himself from the world, not revealing himself to the world. He's concealed. You can't see him. You don't see his plan. You see chaos. The world just keeps on going as if it's been abandoned and left at the mercy of, of uh, the laws of nature, at the mercy of, of um, things slipping out into, away into a disorganized, chaotic um, mess. Is not deriving any nachas from the world. The world is not um, happy to be to be connected to Hakadosh Baruch to have a relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And it's an unknown. It's not out there. It's not apparent to the world. This what what it, what it looks like altogether for there to be a um, an entity a bria. Man, a mankind who has a relationship with Hashem, who takes pride and happiness in that relationship with Hashem. Whenever you have a stage in an era like that in world history, so again, Ra is on the rise. All matters opposed to God are able to get their way. They are able to overpower. Those who remain loyal to God, Nishpalim, are downtrodden and persecuted. Okay, period. So the Ramchal gave us two different versions of what this world can look like, and the world has gone through different stages. Sometimes it's been one way, sometimes it's been the other way. Most of the time it's been somewhere in between and, 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 and fluctuating somewhere in between. There's the utopia and the dystopia and the utopian environment and, 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 and setting both on the level of the nefesh and the nesham and the guf, and the dystopian state of the world on the level of the nefesh and the level of the guf. And ultimately, talking about Hashem's involvement, which is determined by our efforts. When I'm making efforts in the realm of the soul, then Hashem rewards that, and Hashem is involved in the soul. Hashem gives the world clarity. Hashem gives the world happiness. Hashem gives the world light. Hashem gives the world the ability to work on their midas, and thereby, the world now gets the utopian from uh, uh, the, the utopian um, properties, and and. Um, state of affairs from Hashem's hashba on a level of the physical. Hashem gives and gives and gives on a physical level and the world has everything that that uh, it could possibly need. All systems go, spiritual and physical. Hashem can also pull out of all involvement and that's the dystopia and that starts with the nefesh and goes to the gof. So, one thing is clear over here is that everything at the end of the day, is a function of Hashem's involvement, both matters physical and metaphysical. And the Ramchal is also setting up this link that it starts with the, the nefesh and it 
carries over to the guf. So if man is working on his nefesh and Hashem will give on the level of the nefesh, that will allow the world to find favor in Hashem's eyes and the world will now be zaycha to receive tranquility and, and, and the ideal state of existence on the level of the physical and the same thing the reverse. If we're neglecting the, the nefesh, we're neglecting our, our, the, what we're, we're supposed to be people, beings of chachma, beings of, of uh, using our nefesh to worship Hashem and to raise our guf, we neglect that then Hashem thereby neglects and withdraws on a spiritual level and withdraws on a physical level. It sounds like you can't have one without the other, and it can't, sounds like you can't have physical tranquility, physical happiness, unless the spiritual side is also having happiness. So again, the, the question is, when we look around and we see people that are enjoying life, and we see stages in this world's existence where, on the one hand, there's a lot of neglect on a spiritual level, yet this person has such a, you know, is, is living it up, is, is, is a mega millionaire, a mega billionaire. And look at the good life that he has. Look at the happiness that he has. What are we to make of that? Is that not coming from Hashem? Are, are there ways of getting Hashba from other sources? So the answer is it could be. It could be. And, and there is a concept like this out there that sometimes, in fact, the Sitra Achra can sponsor someone's happiness and tranquility. Sometimes the dark side can sponsor tranquility in order to have agents um, out there that can be representatives of the dark side, that is one possibility. Because it would seem the Ramchal setting things up in such a way that it has to be the spiritual, then the physical. If I'm getting Hashem's Hashem on the spiritual level, then I get on the physical level. So the guy is not, is not holding anyone on the spiritual level. How can he get on the physical level? So sometimes there is a concept that the dark side is sponsoring all that. Or another explanation for what's going on with that, we saw much earlier in the Sefer. We saw... Um, earlier in, in Chelek Bays, and that was the whole discussion about bad things happening to the good people, good things happening to the bad people. Sometimes someone has earned a certain amount of points, and he's not going to get entitled to have all those points have to be paid off somewhere. So he's cashing in all of his points in this world, so that could be him just cashing things in. That's why he seems to have an ideal state, but really, this person is in a major dystopia. It's an illusion. He's living up the good life over here only because he's going to be scheduled for utter destruction for eternity. Finally, though, there is a concept that sometimes Hashem will give on credit and sometimes Hashem will give to someone in the hopes that he will use that as, um, as, as an uh, impetus to work him th- himself out on a spiritual level. So that could also happen that sometimes Hashem will go the other way around from the way that the Ramchal set up the system over here. The Ramchal does set up the system over here that we go from spiritual hashba from Hashem. That spills over to the physical, and that is the ideal. That is the way things should work. Once in a while, Hashem is determined to try to get this guy to work on himself spiritually, so Hashem will give him physically as a way of like prodding and prompting and um, giving him like an advance payment. Says Hashem will give on credit, will give an advance payment, and the hopes that this guy will work on himself spiritually. Because those are the possibilities of of uh, the exceptions to the way the Ramchal set up. But Ramchal setting it up the way things work ideally. Let's wrap up the the uh, paragraph over here. The simon. We have two lines left. Turns out again, this was the main point that Ramchal wanted. Hashem, as everything set up, if Hashem gives over to the guf. Um, in all states of existence of the guf, utopia and dystopia, the ideal and the non-ideal, and all states that are going on with this man's spiritual, metaphysical existence, his intellectual existence, 
Hashem is involved on every stage and gives over on every different level as is appropriate over there. Okay, very good. That ends Simon Bays. We will stop here, break here for Shabbos and for the week. Mirza Hashem, next week we will continue with Gimel. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you for joining. Shabbos. 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 Shabbos.